Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome, everyone, to the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Rodney Fisher, known by my co-host, of course, Mr. Royce Fisher. And for today's podcast, I don't know if I'm excited. I don't know if I'm a little upset. A little bit of both. We're going to talk a lot about it again. It's up here in Boston, the Miami Heat, get a win 98-79 over the Boston Celtics. LeBron James has a great game, 45 points, 15 rebounds, five assists. Uh, the second performance only two, 48 years ago, what Wood Chamberlain has done. We'll talk a lot about that, of course. And we're going to talk about Kevin Durant at the start of the new Kevin Durant era. Him finally getting a chance to go to the NBA Finals after demolishing and get rid of the San Antonio Spurs. Again, if you guys want to follow us online, it's very easy. Go to our website, rfsportsradio.com, or follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Mr. Fisher, Mr. Royce Fisher, welcome to the program, sir. How are you tonight? I got one word for you tonight, Ron, and that's wow. And I say that for two reasons. Wow for the performance by LeBron James. Wow what the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder did to the San Antonio Spurs. So that's my big word tonight is W-O-W. Wow, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that. May I add that performance of one King James? And okay, we're going to get into that, I'm sure. Yeah, we're going to get into your why and uh, see why you're so excited about this game and also get into Kevin Durant. We talked a little bit about Drew Brees, the finish up a conversation that we had uh, on last, uh, last podcast from Tuesday night. And a big announcement about next week, guys. Make sure you tune in to us live next week. We'll be at the NBA Finals for the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on whoever wins this game seven, which will be coming up on Saturday. And well, who do you think, Rodney? Well, we're going to get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. But we'll broadcast live for that particular game in the arena, so make sure you guys stick us out for that. It's going to be an epic game and an epic uh, broadcast for us. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get our show started. Let's talk about the game tonight. You know, that's a topic of mine. People are going to be talking about this for a while now, especially up until game seven on Saturday. The Heat come out and, and, and put a whipping on the Celtics. You know, I, something I didn't expect. I had a funny feeling today, though, Royce, that they were going to force perhaps a game seven, but I did not expect LeBron to have 30 points in the first half. Well, Rodney, I'm not surprised. I know you're a big LeBron James hater, but if, if you break it down, he scored a point for every minute he played. Played 44 minutes, 19 of 26. That means he only missed seven shots. And to go on top of that, Rodney, 15 rebounds. And uh, that's a Michael Jordan-type performance if i ever seen one. you got to already compare that kind of performance to a Michael Jordan? I say Michael Jordan is type performance. I'm not comparing him to Michael Jordan. 
but 19 of 26, 44 minutes, 45 points. He missed seven shots. He had a point for every minute he was in there. Are you Think surprised? That the, are you surprised that the Celtics uh, actually lost by so much in this game? Yeah, oh, yes, I am. I thought it'd be a more competitive game. I thought Boston would come out and close out the series. We really didn't know what to expect from Miami. I know what the expectations were, but we still didn't know what we were going to get. But I tell you what, LeBron had that look in his face that I've never seen him have before. He not only put on a Michael Jordan's type performance, but he also put on a Will Chamberlain type performance. So what can you say, Rodney? I know you have a lot to say. Well, I would say this. I am very surprised by the effort that LeBron James put forward. I want to say he had a great game. Wow. He played every minute. He played every wow. minute of the game. He played 45 minutes and had 45 points, 15 rebounds, five assists. Uh, and I can't say it, you know, I got to give him credit for having a having a good game. His jumper was on tonight. He was 19 for 26. He was able to get other players involved. I was really surprised that Dwayne Wade came out so flat like he did, but did do a great job in the fourth quarter, kind of sealing the deal and getting it done. Dwayne Wade was 6-17 tonight. But I'm even more shocked that the Celtics didn't play harder. You know, Paul Pierce had nine points tonight in 31 minutes. He was 4-18 for tonight, 0-6 for from the three-point line. Brandon Bass, 12 points. Kevin Garnett, 12 points. Six for 14 shooting tonight. Ray John Rondo had 21 points, but he was 8 of 14. No three-pointers. Ray Allen was 1 of 3 from the three-point line. Altogether, the Celtics, who shot the three-ball pretty well in the three wins that they've had, were 1 for 14 tonight from the three-point line. And I think that really hurt them a lot. And once they fell behind, they couldn't use that three-point shot to really catch up. Miguel Peters was 0 for 3 from the three-point line tonight. He only had two points. In 21 minutes, Kevin Doolin played 15 minutes with zero points. They got to get more stuff done from these other players. And I'm really surprised that Paul Pierce, after that performance he had in game five, comes out and puts up nine points tonight. I think think he's – I think really I can point to that in particular as to to what may have happened to the Celtics tonight. I expect that Paul Pierce to have a hunger like LeBron James would have and come out and have an even better game than – than nine points in 31 minutes. I'm glad you mentioned that, Rodney. So I wonder if anybody going to come out tomorrow and put Paul Pierce in the spotlight for his poor performance, how they compare to LeBron James. Having said that, you know, only two guys for Miami scored in double figures. They had seven guys that didn't even get into double figures. So that had to be really, you had to get a credit to LeBron James. God. I mean, rebounds, he did everything tonight. He scored all the points. And only Dwayne Wade was the only other guy in double figures. I thought that was fantastic. But I was a little surprised in the way Boston came out and played this game. It was like it was no effort from them. I didn't see any kind of hunger. It should have been a closed-out game. I mean, the fans were even different. I've never seen Boston fans walk out seven minutes before a game's over with. And my understanding was they were pretty rowdy after the game. So, I, I, I mean, what's going on there? Is the age catching up with him? Is the series catching up with him? I didn't see a, not, a lot of effort from them tonight. And I think it may be over for Boston. Yeah. Uh, you can say that. I, I don't think so. 
I don't think so. You know, and, and when you watch a performance like that from a player like LeBron, a guy that should be playing like this, should be dominating, a team that should be dominating like that all the time. They should be beating teams like Boston, an older team, by 20 points all the time. And it begs the question of if he's so good, if he's ever do performances like this, how come we don't see the, the Miami Heat do away with teams like this all the time? Why, why do they let them win three games like this and have to win a must-win game to force a game seven? Well, Rodney, it is what it is. I can't explain that. I, I know LeBron has averaged at least 30 points his whole series. I mean, he had a couple of double-doubles. What can you expect more from a guy with a depleted uh, that hadn't showed up at all in the playoffs? Uh, you can't I, I, say depleted anymore. You can't say you can't say depleted anymore because I mean, Chris Bosh played 27 minutes tonight. Yeah, but he's been out, he's been out nine games. Let, okay, let's go back. Battier had eight points. Hazlund had six. Chalmers had six, uh, nine. Then the other guys, I mean, we're talking about two, two, and two. I mean, that's, uh, that's not even 40 points from the bench. Now, think about it. That's not. We're talking about a playoff game. Now, if, if, if LeBron had Paul Pierce-type numbers, we'd be all over him. So I, I I do understand the pressure putting on Paul Pierce, and it should be because we expect better from him. He's a proven veteran. He's won uh, championships. He should play better. So I haven't said that. What what was the problem with Boston tonight? I I think you know I I put it on Paul Pierce, man. He's been there 14 years. He's played in front of that home crowd. He's had some big games. He, you know, his nickname is the true because he, he gets it done in the playoffs right now. Of the remaining teams, he got the best clutch percentage, you know, as far as scoring points in the last five minutes of, of playoff games. And, and I'm surprised that he came out and had a game like that. I really am. I thought he'd have a much better game than what he put on and, and what he displayed this time around. I, I'm very surprised. Let's take a caller real quick. Break you on the line. We identify you by the last four numbers of your phone number, 2160. You're live on the RF Sports Radio Show. Sports talk from a fan's perspective. Good evening, gentlemen. Nick Ficarelli from the Sports Chronicles. How are you? Hey, Good. how you doing? Good, Nick. I'm doing Nick. well. Doing well. Late night for me tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm glad you called because I know you are a NBA fan, an NBA watcher. If you can give me your initial reaction to this game tonight, Boston and uh and Miami and the performance of LeBron James put on tonight. One word. Wow. Ah, that was my word tonight too. <laughs> Basically one word. I did not I did not expect that. I expected Miami to come out blazing. I did not expect that in Boston Garden no less. 15 out of 16 games, 15 out of 16 games, and they went into Boston Garden, backs against the wall, and LeBron James played probably one of the top three games of his life tonight. And the look on his face, it did remind me a little bit of Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant's grit teeth year when they won the championship in 2009. It, remind, it, it did remind me, of, or was it 2000, either 2009 or 2010, forgive me if I don't remember the year, 
But right. LeBron James had this stone-cold assassin look on his face tonight. Didn't even crack a smile, nothing. And he shot the lights out. He went, I believe, 19 for 26. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he, I believe in the fourth, before the fourth quarter began, he was like 15 for 19 or something like that. He, right. he was just right. totally amazing tonight. And what he, Paul Pierce did not did not show up to play. I mean, four for 20 shoot, well, right. excuse me, five for 20 shooting. Uh, looked like he was on tired legs all night long, but he had some really good looks and the ball did just did not go in. I mean, he had a couple of in and outs. Uh, he had a couple of like wide open threes that, you know, just, you know, just hit the back of the rim and decided not to get, did not give him the uh, friendly, uh, Old Boston gone roll there. But I think the whole key to everything, though, is it me or did the Boston crowd tonight, even before the first quarter was over, did it seem a little skittish in the Boston crowd tonight? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought so. I, I mean, they took the crowd right out of the game uh, in the second quarter, and they were never back in it. And they, it, I've never seen them so desperate where they were canning Celtics at the end of the game, and they were losing. Well, that that proves that Boston has a good fan base, and they want to see their team come back. They don't want this to be the last game that they see on the home floor of LeBron putting up 45 points and the the Heat winning by by 20. I mean, I I can understand that. But let let me ask you, Nick, though, we've seen this before from LeBron. This is not the first time. He's had over 40 points in the playoffs. Matter of fact, he's had 11 games over 40 points in the playoffs. He still does not have the ring. You know, he's still the king without the ring. Even though he has 45 points, honestly, it was a great game. I'm not taking anything away from that, but it is a game six. It's not game seven. It's not the NBA Finals. They did not win the Finals. He's not going to get a ring. And and and, I, and for that, I'm gonna hold my you know my wow for when he actually wins the ring. No, you're totally in the right over there. I mean, granted, but it's one of those games where you know if he puts his foot on the gas, if he has the killer instinct look like he had tonight, if he would have it in every game that he plays, he would. I would say that he could be. Just as successful in the you know in the ring department as a Kobe Bryant as a Michael Jordan. The problem with LeBron James is that in my mind, this is just my opinion, guys. I mean, you can hold me to the fire and everything, but my opinion is that he he doesn't have the killer instinct all the time. Whenever he is under duress. For some reason, he seems to hold back and hold back a lot. There are certain games like this game, uh, game five in the last series against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, I believe when he was with the Cavaliers, it was like game four against somebody and he scored like 49 points. And, you know, it was, you know, there are those games that you're like, why? Why can't you do this all the time? Why do you want to defer to your teammates? Why don't you feel like you need to take the last shot? 
why it's just you're just like banging your head against the wall going this is possible greatness in the making over here but you continuously continuously tease us with all of this until he wins the ring until he wins the ring he's going to have these performances but everybody's real like okay we've seen this before now do it in a game 7 situation do it in the NBA finals do it, you know. Do it when when your back is is against the wall all the time. Well, you know, I I, I hope he doesn't become one of these players that was great that never win a championship. And we know there's a long list of those guys. But I, I think this is my take on LeBron James. I think he was a great player that's been on two mediocre teams. When he was with Cleveland, they they didn't have enough to win a championship. But he did take this team to a championship. Now, Miami wasn't the best team that he could have chose to go to. Now, had he went to the Lakers, the Mavericks, even to Chicago, he would probably have those rings by now. But Miami wasn't a great team, and they gambled everybody on those three players, and they didn't surround him with great help. But he would still go down. What I've seen so far in his performances is one of my greats. You know, Nick, uh, we'll be at game one of the NBA Finals. And let me ask you before we go, is are we going to watch the Thunder take on the Heat or are we going to watch the Thunder take on the Celtics? In my brain, I say the Heat. <laughs> In my heart, being that I am from the Northeast, I'm from New York, I would call as much as I, it pains me to say this. But in my heart, I'd like to see the Thunder and the Celtics in the finals. But my brain is screaming heat after after the performance tonight. Yeah. I, I, I want to see the young guns go at it. I want to see Miami and uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. What do you think about that Oklahoma City Th- Thunder team? The way they came up off the deck down 2-0 against a very, very, very talented and experienced first team was just a testament to the fortitude and the talent that they have with Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Serge Ibaka. Um, Scotty Brooks has coached this team to the best of his abilities. If Eric Spolstra would just take a page from Scotty Brooks (laughs) or from Greg Popovich or even Doc Rivers, he would know how to coach his stars. And Scotty Brooks, in from games three on, made all the necessary adjustments needed and look what and look what happened. Four right. games in a row. And we're talking about a Spurs team that won twenty consecutive games, did not lose until game three yeah. of the of this past series. And they went on to go on a – they went – and Oklahoma City went on a four-game run, came back from 18 points down in the, sec, in the second half of game six, in which they totally shut down uh, the Spurs offensive attack with a great defensive performance after giving up 60 points in the first half. I believe they only gave up like 37 in the second half. And I think the Spurs only shot like 20, 29%. And – what do you call it? Durant, Westbrook, Harden, Ibaka, all of them, they just, they just, it was, it was just great watching this team play ball. 
My yeah. opinion, it doesn't matter great, who the Thunder play in the finals. The right. Thunder's going to win. Right, yeah. great teamwork. Yeah. yeah, right. You know what, uh, You know what, Nick, I, I feel the same way. I think no matter who plays, I think the Thunder's time. We're going to talk later on the show about this. This is this the start of the Kevin Durant era uh, in the NBA. But before we before we let you go, I want to remind everyone we are joined, we're graciously joined by Nick Figarelli of the Sports Chronicles. Make sure you guys go online to the sportschronline.com. If you have trouble typing that in or writing it down right now, go to our website, click on the link for the Sports Chronicles, go there. Sites updated all the time, new stories from everything in sports, NHL, NFL, NBA, college, whatever you want to find out about, you can find it there. And I was I was looking at Twitter. You got a big announcement coming up for the Sports Chronicles, right? Yes, and uh, Rodney, I just wanted to say uh, exclusively on RF Sports Radio, the Sports Chronicles is happy to announce their first sponsor part, sponsoring partner, NameTheStadium.com. Uh, NameTheStadium.com has graciously partnered up with us, and they will be putting a banner on our website in which NameTheStadium.com is um, basically – one of the best ticket outlets you can get. Um, They do everything from MLB packages to NFL packages, NBA packages, uh, soccer packages, you name it. And they've graciously joined up with us in which they're giving us our own little promo. Uh, If you type in the promo code Cronline, you will get discounted tickets to anywhere across the United States. And down the road on all on our radio show on WTMY twelve eighty AM in Sarasota, Florida, we're gonna be having contests for free tickets. And uh hopefully in October, if everything goes according to plan, we will be give, giving away a World Series package to uh either the American or National League team. So wow. you heard it here first on you heard it here first on RF Sports Radio. That's my big announcement and uh, it's been posted on Twitter, and we're looking forward to having a great relationship with NameTheStadium.com. Well, I want to package the South Beach and want to see the Rangers <laughs> in the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, Miami, if like the Miami Marlins make the World Series, then you definitely have a shot at that. Yeah. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us, man. And please join us next week when we're – we're in Oklahoma, man. We'd love to have you on uh, live there from the radio. It's gonna be a great show. Absolutely. You guys just uh, tell me to tell, tell me the time. I'll make myself available for you guys. No doubt, man. Thanks again, man. Thanks. Thanks. Good Nick, night, guys. Nick Piccarelli from the Sports Chronicles, way up there on the East Coast, staying up late with us, tuned into the show, man. It's gonna be a great show. I'm and waiting. I love listening to Nick. He, he's great, and I love his comments. You know, he and uh, he's a uh, he's turning into a Miami fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's turning into a Miami fan, huh? Yeah, he's turning. He's turning. So, Royce, let me ask you, man. We t- I asked him the question. We're gonna be there at Game One. Who the Thunder gonna be playing? Who's gonna win this game? This Game Seven that's coming up. Well, Rodney, you know, I've always been a guy about change. You know, I hate seeing the same guys over and over win championships. I would love to see Miami and Oklahoma City in the playoffs. I think it would be a fantastic game. I mean, both of these teams run, 
I mean, just think what excitement that would be to see Kevin Durant, you know, the leading scorer in the NBA and the MVP going head-to-head. I mean, you can ask for anything more. And you know what? Oklahoma reminds me so much of the way Dallas played at this time last year that, you know, it's a team, everybody's scoring, guys are doing their roles. I don't think anybody can beat Oklahoma City. I think it's theirs to lose. Yeah, and I, you know what? Part of me says, you know what? I, I, you know how I feel about the Heat. You know how I feel about LeBron. But I tell you what, nothing's gonna be better for ratings than to have the Oklahoma City Thunder right, right, playing, playing right. LeBron James of the Miami Heat right. and us to have a right. chance to cover it. So right. for that reason well, alone, know, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. And, and really, that's just to our next topic of you know. What do we? Is this the start of that Durant era? And and, if you, and think about what the road that Durant and Oklahoma City's been on. They went through Dallas. They went through. Uh, they went through San Antonio. They went through the L.A. Lakers. You know, three of the teams that represented Western Conference over the last eleven years. Then, then you go back and look at the fact that they're going to play either Boston or Miami. The other two teams that have been in the finals and uh, won in the last 13 years. They're going to have a chance to play everyone that's won since 99. Everybody. Every team that's won since 99. If they if they go ahead and go to do it. So my question to you is, has the Kevin Durant era started, in your opinion? Kevin Durant era started when he won back-to-back-to-back uh, scoring titles. And uh, I, I tell you what, this guy is the next generation basketball player. He's the next thing I want to see for the next 10 years because he's going to only get better. But if I had to change my vote over again for MVP, I, it would be co-MVP. It would be Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Well, I mean, of course we could say that now. I mean, but uh, he, was I, in my, I, he, he was 1A and 1B. This is what I think, man, and, and you know, people are going to hate me for saying it. But this is what I think. I think that you look at Michael Jordan and his era that he had, you know, and then, of course, everybody wanted to kind of usher in LeBron James to be the king. I wrote this on the website today, that him to be the, the king, the next big person. Really, if you look at LeBron's time in the NBA, his eight years he's been in there, he's been under the Kobe era, in my opinion, the Black Mamba era, in my opinion. I think now we're leading into the Kevin Durant era, in my opinion, where he's going to go in there and win multiple championships because he's got a better team, a younger team I think is going to allow him the opportunity to go back and win and win and win. But he's got to go through, you know, Boston or the, or the, uh, or the Heat right now. Uh, okay, right now, you know, I hear what you're saying, but you have to remember this. Uh, LeBron came right out of high school. And we saw him play some great games and made a franchise out of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nobody was even talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers. He he didn't go to a team like Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant went straight to the Lakers. He grew up with the Lakers. They were always a great franchise. Okay, but is anybody but anybody talking about Oklahoma City took care of Durant took the Seattle SuperSonics uh, franchise to Oklahoma City? No, they weren't. Well, you know, he, you know, nobody knows he's going to be that great. And and that's going to be somebody after him, but Kevin Durant, and and, and I got to give it to the franchise, and I got to give it to the coach, built this team, and and what a great pick, just like 
San Antonio built their team with players unknown. I mean, good drafts, and it just all came together. We've seen this happen before. Let's take another call real quick, and we're joined by a good friend of ours, long-time listener, and I'm glad to finally had this guy on the show back on with us. I knew he'd call tonight, Rodney. I knew he would call tonight. (laughs) Mr. Mr. Dwayne Gordon, welcome to the program, sir. What's up, fellas? Man, long time, long time, long time. Well, Dwayne, last time I saw listen, last time I saw you was when the Mavericks got blown away. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was that was a while. When was that February? That was so long ago. I don't even remember. <laughs> it's it hard was to believe that long ago, though. That's right. It's hard to believe still basketball going on, huh? I was trying to say. I know, you. man. Dwayne, man, I'm so glad to hear y'all back on, you know, uh, y'all doing y'all thing, man, because, uh, you know, we, we always want to talk sports from a fan's perspective, you know. That's, that's right. right. Let me get your fan perspective, man. First of all, let me get your reaction to this game six. LeBron putting up 45, Will Chamberlain like numbers, and everybody going crazy about what happened to him and the heat coming out right by 20. Man, let me tell you something. It was one of the greatest games I've seen by an individual. Wow. Yeah, it's, right. You know, but but what 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 worries me about that is if if he would have only scored thirty, guess what? They lost. Where's where's the rest of your team at? Right. Now, where's where's the team? Uh, to me, and I hate to say this because I'm a Wade fan also, but where's Wade in this in this series? You know, where yeah. is he at? Where is he at making the big shots? You know, so right now, you know, everybody wants to jump on, on LeBron. Oh, LeBron, you're not carrying the team. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. But nobody's saying, where's Wade at? You know, where's right. Wade? This is Wade's team, remember? this. You know, everybody, hey, LeBron went to Wade's team. But is where's he got to buy? I, 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 I think Wade's he got to buy. Go ahead, Rod. Is it, is it, is it the Wayne Wade's team? I mean, yes. I mean, the way. Yeah, no, 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 no. Think, think about this series. We saw him only put up two points in the first half of uh, Game Five. He comes out tonight, doesn't do well. He has to get good for a quarter. But LeBron put the team on his back. I mean, is it the way? It's LeBron's team, I think. Well, now it is. Now it is. Well, it's funny because LeBron, I mean, Wade came out and said that this is LeBron's team now. Right, you know, right. You know, and, and when you think about it, man, and I've been in this debate for the last hour and a half on Facebook with a couple of guys right. and uh, <laughs> about about LeBron. You know, it's the, the difference between LeBron and, and Kevin Durant, Durant is a scorer. That's what right. he does. LeBron is an all-around player. He gives you, you know, the, the scoring, the, the, the rebound. Rebound. Right. Right. That's the difference between them two. Is Kevin Durant a, a better shooter, a better scorer? Yeah, by all means. But he also has a better cast around him. I mean, right. Look at the point guards. Look at look at what he's getting in, in the backcourt. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no and, comparison and, with the two teams. Right. And if you take LeBron and put him on any other team, if you put him with the Lakers, if, if you put him with, with, with New York or anybody, he, he didn't have a championship. I mean, oh, he, he, like I said, 
Miami wasn't that great before he went there. They were well, terrible. LeBron well, <laughs> James is playing with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. All right. And that's it. And that's it. But that has been enough for the West, for the Eastern Conference for the last two years. And they made it to the playoffs the last two years. But that's it. You know it takes. You know it takes at least seven, eight players. You have to be seven, eight players deep, and you have to have at least three players off the bench. It's gonna give you points and do their roles in order to win the championship. No team, no three players have ever won a championship without a bench. Well, well, well I, understand, I, I understand it, but but, and it, that brings me to my point about the Kevin Durant versus LeBron James, because that's gonna be debated if the if the Miami Heat are able to win Game Seven, especially. I think Kevin Durant. I mean, we had this debate on Tuesday show. I'm gonna ask you, Dwayne, get your opinion. Who who wins the title first, Kevin Durant or LeBron James? Uh, well, if they don't face each other this year, I think Kevin Durant. Right. You know, and the reason I say that is because they're more complete team right now. You know, they have they have role players. I mean, you got the six man of the year, (laughs) the six man of the year coming off the bench giving you points. It's sad. Exactly, but you got to think about the Heat when they got when it's time for their bench to come in. They bring in Anthony. They bring in uh, um, uh, Mike Miller, and he can give you some points every now and then. And then as a backup point guard, you got Cole. Right. You got nothing. I mean, it's it's to me they sacrificed to bring the big three in thinking that the big three could always play 48 minutes of every every basketball game, and that's just not possible. Right. So until they that actually just, clear some room or do something, it's going to be a struggle for them every year. And he had the same thing in Cleveland. No bench. I mean, if he had went to Chicago, like I said, it was bad choices made by LeBron James, and he chose Chicago over Miami, nobody would be talking about him winning a championship. He already had one. Can I ask this though? Okay, so if he would have went to Chicago, then he still would have been going to another team with another superstar, right? So we would still hear the same thing. Oh, the only reason he won is because he joined forces, right? Right. I'm so tired of that argument. To me, that argument is is really dumb nowadays because most teams, most good teams, have two or three good players on. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. He was, he was in a no-win situation unless he stayed in Cleveland. That's the way I look at it. But my question is, where is Dwayne Wade? And we've seen this guy, what he did to the Dallas Mavericks a couple of years ago was, was beyond belief. I mean, he just took over the whole series. And he's carried this team his entire career. Where, where is he right now? Man, right now, Dwayne Wade is sitting back watching like everybody else in the Miami Heat. <laughs> that, that's what's going on with Dwayne Wade. He's sitting back watching the show, too. Let me, let me ask you, Dwayne, though. We've seen LeBron had these 40-point games in the playoffs. This is the 11th 40-point game in the playoffs. Can he do this in Game 7, and can the Miami Heat win Game 7? Well, you know, the difference is in what we saw tonight and what we saw um, uh, the other night is that he was super aggressive from the beginning and to the end until they pulled him out. The only way he can do that is he has to come out again super aggressive knowing that it's on him for them to advance because right now he cannot rely on Wade. He cannot rely on Bosch. He cannot rely on Chalmers. It's about him. So he has to come out 
super aggressive, just like he did tonight. I think he can, but I'm wondering will it be enough? He's going to have to score 50. (laughs) I'm serious. He's going to score at least 50 points because he's getting no help. Either somebody's going to come in and score at least 15 points. That's all I'm asking for. Somebody off the bench. I I take two players to score 15 points off the bench. Some help. That's the only way they can win. I'm going to say this. I think think Miami, for some strange reason, I thought they were probably – Force a game seven in this game. I, I think they may even get the win on Saturday. But I'm going to stick by my guns like I have for years and years and years. LeBron is not going to win the title this year. Even if they go play Oklahoma City, I think the way the Thunder team has gone through the fire, have, have they played these teams, that the teams that, you know, they have lost to, that everyone's lost to for the last 11, 13 years. I, I just see the Thunder on the road to – doing that. I mean, they, they have the Hollywood story. They've been yep. through Mavericks. They've been through the Lakers. They've been through the San Antonio Spurs, a team that had won 20 straight games and then swept them in four games. You well, know, don't they you want the two best? They have to do stuff. Don't you want the two best players playing in the finals? You got Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Who wouldn't want to see that? Well, like I said, for purposes of ratings for our show, I hope they play. I hope LeBron James takes on Kevin Durant. Right. right. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> oh some, I already know that. I already know that. So I had to be selfish upon that. But, hey, that don't mean I want LeBron to win at the same time. Okay. Before we let you go, I want to remind everyone his voice sounds so familiar because he is the president of the NPFL, who are right now in the heart of their playoff season. From my understanding, I know you guys got a big playoff game coming up this Saturday in uh, Plano, I believe, between the Collin County Rattlers and the, uh, the West Texas Drillers. Am I correct? Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be at uh, Tom Kimbrough Stadium out in Murphy. Hope you guys come out, man. Good, be good to see you guys out there, man. It's going to be a uh, one hell of a ball game. Listen, I heard y'all was signing T.O. too. Hey, man, he's looking for a job right now, man. I was trying to see if I can get him to put some money into the league, you know, get him part ownership of other well, leagues. You know. we'll, we'll go sign and just don't have any out-of-town games, man. Who gets it? He'll play in Plano. He can put the dollars that they cut him for in there. If we can get him in, I damn sure will take him. I'll tell you that. Yeah, just don't schedule play any out of town games. You'd be perfect, man. Yeah, <laughs> so he gonna leave. Right? <laughs> nah, he, so he's, he's not gonna, gonna leave. Play play yeah, he's just gonna play in Dallas, man. <laughs> Make sure the playoff game is in Dallas. All right. <laughs> no doubt, man. Man, thank you for calling in, and joining us, man. I appreciate it, bro. Hey, man, looking forward to seeing you guys, man. I'm keep listening, man. I, I keep doing y'all thing. All right, man. All right, man. man. All right, but man, president of the MPFL, thank you for calling in. It's been a power pack show, Royce, as you as you know, as we do all the time. You heard well, you know, right you, you know everybody's come clamoring for this game seven and this for this NBA finals. I'm starting to build my excitement up now. Well, that that's what I'm saying. You see what LeBron James has done, he's brought everybody out. I mean, you got old ladies tweeting. I mean, you just name it. Uh Twitter's gotta be blowing up right now. 
Oh, it is. It is. Right now, everyone's talking about LeBron's game and what's going to happen in Game 7, him versus Durant. It's a matchup everybody wants to see at this point. And at the end of that game, unfortunately, a little incident happened, which we're starting to get video footage coming in on. And LeBron was walking out, and some of the Boston fans out there were cheering for the Celtics at the end of the game. Took the liberty to kind of, you know, waste a little beer on LeBron and, and, and try to, you know, do that type of thing to him, but it didn't phase him. He had a very good press conference at the very end. Sounded very, very tired, but also played a great game. Oh, they pissed off, man. I, you know, and who knows, it's probably Cleveland fans in the in the house did that. But, you know, I, I thought that was pretty unruly, but I'm pretty sure after LeBron, he probably needed a beer to cool off after his performance. Yeah, you're probably right, man. You're probably right about that. Before we go tonight, we got to touch on another hot topic, Royce. We were talking about this Drew Brees thing with the New Orleans Saints, and the Saints have made another offer to Drew Brees to try to get this thing done. First of all, you know, I know you're surprised they had to come to this. You think Brees finally accepts this offer and goes ahead and finally joins the team so they can feel like they at least got some type of team coming back next year. Well, in my opinion, if that offer wasn't good enough, then you make another one. You, then if that was not good enough, you make another one until you get one done. There's no way in the world I would let Drew Brees not play for the Saints this year. I don't understand it. Well, I don't understand it either, but I told you, you know, it, it, I think right now it, it's really about money for him, number one. He wants to be the highest-paid quarterback. He wants to play in the city of New Orleans. But at the same time, you got to look at that team. And I think underneath everything, he's got to really look at it like, you know what? Who am I playing for? You know, who who am I playing with? The coach is lying to me. The GM is lying to me. Players are out here trying to hurt quarterbacks. I'm a quarterback myself who's been injured, season uh, threatening, season ending, and career threatening type of injury that he's had before. He's got to look at that organization a little bit differently now. And I think that's going to play a factor as well, too. He's going to hold their feet to the fire until he gets exactly what he wants. Well, I, I think it's the $20 million he's asking for. He wants to be the highest-paid quarterback. And if he gets it, he will be. And the guy has earned it. I mean, he's broke all kind of records. You, you know, you have to give it to him. He, he took it to a Super Bowl. He's the face of the franchise. He's great for the city. He's a spokesman for New Orleans. I mean, I'm surprised that the people in New Orleans hadn't raised the other two million he's asking for. But there's no one. way in the world I'll let Drew Brees go. Well, and uh, in, in, uh, in fitting fashion, we talked about T.O. being cut. His buddy, Ocho Sinko, was finally cut today, released from the New England Patriots. Think someone's going to pick him up. I'm just waiting on uh, the show to come on, T.O. and Ocho. Yeah, T.O. and Ocho <laughs> look for a <laughs> On job. Bravo. On Bravo this Thursday at 7. CEO <laughs> will look for a job. I think this was going to be the name of, of that show, man. We got a, a big sports weekend coming up, Game 7. We also got playoff hockey coming up as well. And, of course, all the other action. We got the NPFL in the middle of the playoffs as well. So we got a big weekend big coming Saturday. up. Don't miss us on Tuesday. I repeat, do not miss us on Tuesday when we be live from Oklahoma City for Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Also, make sure you find us on the web by going to rfsportsradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. I want to thank our guest tonight, Nick Figarelli from the Sports Chronicles. Also, Dwayne Gordon from the NPFL and also the host 
of Saturday Night Life as well, too, on DefendMedia.net. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next week live from Oklahoma City. Until then, I always listen to Sports Talk from a fan's perspective when you want to hear it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.